Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. Westplex 107.1, where we always play easy music in the morning. Never any hard rock and roll. Always easy music in the morning. Right, Joe? Is this beautiful music? <laughs> Are you in the elevator? Yes. You know what? Nobody even talks about that anymore. Remember, you used to ever talk about elevator music, and it used to be like, you'd, and, and you know what? Think about it. It's actually a format called beautiful music. That is actually well, back in the day, that was. I learned from this. Yeah, back in the day. It's, I don't think anybody does it anymore. But, but, you know, think about that. There used to be speakers with music on them in elevators. Now... Yes. Have you been in an elevator lately that's had speakers in it? I ha- I've been in several elevators over the past month or so in office buildings and you know government buildings and things like that, and I never hear any music anymore. What's going on? We need elevator music back again, right? We do. It would actually calm the world, I think. Yes, yes. We need to calm the world. We need calm the world. We need to Shelley calm down bar. That's what we need. We need. Well, it is Thursday, and it is. uh. <laughs> you know, every day we come on here and it's like, okay, there's more bad news. Uh, Lighty Cruson is cracking down the city again. She's uh, closing bars. She's doing this. She's doing that. Ah, man, ah, the Cardinals, what, another series has been canceled. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, once again, they played the smartest woman in the world had this statistic from yesterday. It was the 29th the last day they played? July. Today's the 13th, you know? I don't know how they're going to do it. You know, yesterday we talked about the fact that there was the Pac-24 and the Big 86, uh, the college things, are they're not going to play football, but yet the other uh, leagues have not come out yet as far as what's going on with that. But what's interesting, still no problems with the NHL and the NBA. They're playing in their bubble, and apparently they're doing quite well, and there's nobody getting sick. So... It's just bizarre. That's because they're behaving themselves like grown men. Well, hold it. You you just said a a a a sentence with two mutually exclusive terms in it. Behaving themselves in grown men. Like grown men. <laughs> well, that's no, that's not right. Grown men don't behave themselves. Don't behave. Clearly themselves. not. If you're going by the Cardinals display. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boy, you know what? I listened to another episode of American Skyjacker. My the podcast I'm listening to. It's it's your new it's it, your new precious. Isn't I'm it? telling you, it's just really interesting stuff. The thing last night was on Barbara Oswald, you know, who was the uh, the the lady who hijacked Alan Barklage. And I'm telling you, do you know that she actually lived in Clayton, over where the uh, no, Galleria is? Richmond Heights. No, it's Richmond Heights right there. Yeah, she lived. Well, in, it's close enough to Clayton. Yeah, yeah she, she lived, lived in, in my oh, yeah. neighborhood. Can I tell you something? Oh, please do. Okay. I have to verify this. And someone told me this story several years ago, and I think I remember who it was. I'm not going to say who it was, but I'm about 95% sure it. I, I remember who told me this story, and I am going to contact them in the next day or so after I've been listening to this. She babysat for Barbara Oswald's kids. Did she live in the neighborhood? Yes. Do I know her? 
Yes. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, ask her about it. I, I'm almost positive she told me this story that yep. she babysat for Barbara Oswald kids. If you know what we're talking about, we're talking about. I've been listening to this this uh, podcast called American Skyjacker, and it started out uh, chronicling the skyjacking, uh, which once again involved a plane out of St. Louis. Uh, the guy's name was Martin McNally. And uh, he ended up, uh, you know, parachuting out of a the back of a 727 with $300,000 in cash. Unfortunately, when he parachuted out of the plane, he lost the money. And he ultimately, uh, uh, you know. That's and, called poetic justice. Yeah, he lost the money. Uh, he, uh, he ended up someplace in Indiana. He holed up in a hotel in Indiana for a week until things calmed down. Turned out he was in the same hotel that all the FBI agents were in because they knew he jumped out in Indiana. Uh, he went back to his place in, in Detroit, decided he was going to do it all over again, and was, was working on uh, uh, getting a, you know, hijacking a second plane and got caught by the FBI, arrested, thrown in jail. And this is how the first, I think the first three episodes are. Then they dovetailed into Garrett Trapnell, who was also a hijacker and also was involved, uh, you know, with a bizarre situation with the hijacking. He was actually shot by an FBI agent. That's how they thwarted that hijacking. Anyway, these two guys ended up in prison together, originally at uh, Leavenworth Prison. Uh, McNally and Trapnell, and then they ended up in Marion, and they were the ones that, that well, actually was Garrett Trapnell that essentially uh, coordinated the the uh, escape attempt with Barbara Oswald, who was a, um, I believe she was a, you know, there's a couple different conflicting things I've hear, heard in here is that I've heard that she was still on active duty when she did the skyjacking, and then there's another thing that said she was not, that she was in the um, Army, and, and I don't know if you know this or not, do you know what she did in the Army, you know what her job in the Army was? I don't. Air traffic controller. That sounds about right. Yeah, so, uh, and, and uh, they talked about how, and she had five kids. Wow, bizarre. That's a parish. She had to be exhausted. Well, I, you know, and 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 do you know how you know how she found? God, this gets more interesting when I when I listen to this. You know how she found out about Garrett Trapnell? Uh-uh. A book. And this guy, who's this famous author, was his Eric or Eric Asimov or something like that. Uh, I'll 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 find that out. Uh, anyway, he wrote a book about Trapnell, and it's called "The Fox Is Crazy Too." And it sort of portrayed Trapnell as this, you know, bon vivant, sort of James Bond kind of character, even though he was in jail. And she read the book and instantly fell in love with him and started visiting him at the prison. You know, that kind of stuff happens every single day. Well, I don't know about every day, but yeah, it was interesting. It, it actually, not, well, not they, about, you know, yeah, trying to, to right. get you out, but... Right, they talked about that... There are women that, that fall in love with convicts all the time. That's and it's funny because one of the FBI agents they interviewed for the the case said exactly that. He said, they "Hey, do. This it, is, it's it's a ama- it's kind says, of Yeah, he said this is I don't know. This is not out of the ordinary. I don't know what it is, but it's it happens. Now, I, I don't get that, okay? I don't get it. Just as just like as as a woman, you know, why are women attracted to bad boys? You know? <laughs> 
I mean, and, and, and when you're talking about bad boys, somebody who's in prison, like, is the baddest of the bad boys. You know what I mean? I mean, it's one thing if you got a guy who's on the outside who's sort of a scammer and, you know, he's taking advantage of women and he's having women and buying cars for him and, you know, and that kind of stuff. But who somebody is in jail and they have a life sentence, they're never going to get out. And um, not to be weird about this, but I don't think at the time... Um, I know some of the state prisons have it, but uh, I don't think the federal prisons have conjugal visits, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, I absolutely. I was just going to mention that. I, I don't think the federal prison system has that. So, okay, I don't get it. And in this case, and, and the bizarre part of this is, you, you know what originally the escape plan was? The original escape plan was she was going to learn how to fly a helicopter, and she was going to fly in herself. She was going to essentially, she's going to learn how to fly a helicopter. She was going to steal a helicopter, and she was going to land it. And uh, what happened was that they had to accelerate the escape plan because of the fact that they're, apparently they were building some new tower at the prison, which was going to make it harder for them to land a helicopter in this particular area where they were going to try to get out. And, I mean, it's just bizarre. I mean, it's just, I mean, the more I hear this and, and the episode I'm on episode, what was episode wasn't like, you know, I, the only downside is to, to these podcasts is they just stretch things out. You know what I mean? It's just like, it goes on for like, like, you know, you think, oh, okay, in this episode, they're, it's going to be about Alan Barklage and they tease you, you know, and they, they mention something at the beginning about Alan Barklage. They mention something at the end about Alan Barklage. And then on the previews for here, I'm trying to find it here. It's, it's opening up right now. Um, this is a podcast. Yeah, this is it's episode six. Uh, episode six, the one I listened to last night. And you know what? I don't listen to it all. You know, all you know, which is sort of nice. Which is sort of nice thing about podcast is I have certain things that I listen to on the radio because I'm still very much a radio guy. And there are times when, quite honestly, due to the schedules that have changed around some of the radio stations I listen to, there's nothing good on the radio anymore. So uh, I listen to this. And this is chapter six. When I listen, episode, cha- uh, episode six last night, it's called The Writer, The Mother, and The Con, chapter six. Um, and uh, chapter seven, they're teasing, and they drop one of these every week. Um, and what's interesting is the guy behind this is a former, a former reporter for... Um, and I don't know if he's still there or not, for uh, Riverfront Hello, Times. You know, the ri- listeners. My name is Chris Walker. See this guy? Most of the no, different guy. Okay. I hit the button and start to play. Okay, so he's... Hold on a minute. He's um, a reporter for the Riverfront Times, and when they give the credits, part of this was recorded at Clayton Studios, which is right there. I don't know if that's from Richmond Heights or Clayton right there. Clayton Studios is, if it's, if it's in... If why would it be called Clayton Studios of Richmond Heights? Who knows? Anyway, it's on Big Bend between Clayton Road and um, Highway 40, and um, it's it's very 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 well done. And they've got tons of interviews, tons of interviews. I told you Don Marsh is in this a couple times because Don Marsh was out there when this McNally guy tried to hijack the plane and the crazy guy, you know, ran his car into the off the you know uh, through the the gates into the onto the tarmac and then onto the runway and smashed into the to, to the to the plane. That was the first hijacker. That was this Martin McNally guy. It's just fascinating stuff, you know, and a lot of it's St. Louis history. So anyway, we got to make some uh, make some uh, try some uh, what am I going to say? I sound like I sound like Joe Biden, don't I? 
That wasn't very nice. <laughs> well, when I, it didn't make any sense what I said. Are you? T- I know that. Are you already tired of? Of of those two together already. Yesterday was like you know the day they're here, they're there, they're everywhere, you know. Yeah. And 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 you know what? I I here. I thought she loathed and despised him. Are you talking to your Nord again? No, I'm just got the microphone pointed a different way. Okay. I thought that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I thought that they despised each other. Depending on who she you listen to, you know she's she's. Not so nice. That's what I keep hearing. She's sort of a... I don't know. I don't know. Well, we do need... I mean, if we're going to have a female president, we need somebody with a level head, but also who's a pit bull in stilettos. That's true. That's why we need Tulsi Gabbard. You know, I was thinking about her the other day, and I'm like, I'm I'm not real political. I I don't know the ins and outs of it all. But couldn't she be a write-in? Is that allowed? Anybody's a write-in. Matter of fact. I mean, at the real election. <laughs> well, yeah. I wrote somebody in last election. Was it me? No, I wrote in my son, one of my sons. Oh, you're so funny. I did. I wrote him in, and then I called him, and I said, hey, when you're elected, will you give me a job? And he goes, what are you talking about? I go, I, I, I voted for you today. And he goes, you did not. I go, yeah, I did. Voted for you. I always do that. I write people in. I write, you know, I think I wrote you in some, for something one time. But when I vote, I, I always write people in because I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know, and the sad part about that is I might as well just throw my vote away because, you know, it doesn't do any good. I don't even know if they look at it. You know, I, I think there, I, there's probably no official record that I even did that because he's a write in, you know. Anyway, that was that was the deal. I voted for my son. And <laughs> that would have been funny, though. This is my, young, had, um... my youngest son, Drew, who is just, he has the most unbelievably dry sarcastic sense of humor i say something to him you know like sort of like haha funny funny and he'll throw something right back at me which is just really even funnier and i'm going like you know and the crazy thing is unlike my daughter who i mean can't can't i mean she can't talk to me enough on the phone i mean my daughter is just to the point quit picking on her Uh, amanda hey are you there amanda amanda we need to talk can we talk Man, come on, we need to Brad. talk. What now? <laughs> Quit picking on her. I'm not picking on her. You're totally picking on her. I was just her. trying to talk to her, and she said she was at work. She had to go. She was at work. She had to go. She couldn't talk to you. <sighs> if I said Try to, her, to get her when she's not at work. God, you know, I have to tell you a funny lottery story I heard, too. I was going to say if I called her up and say... Are you changing the subject? No, I'm, well, here's what I'm going to say. If I called her up and I said, and she said, I got to work, I got to go. And I was just going to say, well, you know what? I just won the lottery last night, and I just wanted to know how to make the check out to you. But you know what? We don't have to worry about that. Talk to you later. Bye. She'd go, whoa, hold on a minute. You, you what? What happened last night? I think everybody would do that. What? what? I, I will tell you a story which I thought was not true, and I verified it, and it's true, and it's so funny about a lottery winner. And we'll talk about that next hour. 628. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Uh, Cardinals postponed again today. Doubleheader in Detroit. You know, we talk about the Cardinals. <clears throat> Excuse me a minute. Uh, but the flip side of that is, what are the teams that they're supposed to play who don't play, what do they do? They're losing games as well, or not losing, but missing games as well, too. I mean, is this weird or what? 
So here's Detroit Tigers. They're going to miss two games today because we're not playing because of the uh, Charlie 19 virus with the Cardinals. I still think they've talked about this. I still think what's going to happen is the season's going to end and some teams are going to play 60 and some teams are going to play 52 or whatever they work in. And they're just going to do best percentage of wins. Don't you think? Sounds feasible. <laughs> but aren't, aren't the other players, don't they, um, are, aren't they having troubles besides the Cardinals? I mean, other... Miami and Cardinals, the only two teams. That's it. Miami, the Marlins, and the Cardinals. That's it. None of the mm-hmm. other teams have... I don't think none of the other teams have had... You know, and, and once again, it's one of these things where I, I read statistic the other day because they're testing these guys all the time. And you figure, you know, there's, there's you know, what, 32 teams. There's 30 players on each, you know, on each. So right away, that's 30 times 32 is, what, 900-something or other. Okay, so if they test them every day, they're knocking out, you know, almost 1,000 tests a day. Plus, they're, you know, they're testing the, well, more, more than 1,000 tests a day because they're testing the coaches and, you know, the people that, you know, the various support people, the, you know, equipment managers and stuff like that um, so and some crazy statistic that the that the major league baseball has done already like 35,000 tests and the number that have come back is like 0.02 but they're all cardinals and marlins you know which is like okay so i don't at this point i don't think any other player for any other team has tested positive in baseball i may be wrong I, I, you know, but I think that's the case because the only two teams they ever mention about having any problems is the Cardinals and the Marlins. And the bizarre part of it is the Cardinals, every, it seems like every day another guy tests positive. It's like, what's going on with the Cardinals? Makes me wonder about them, if you know what I'm saying. Well, <laughs> they're, they're probably not wearing their masks. Oh, I don't uh, Who knows? The, the, the whole thing is crazy, man. It's crazy. You know, like here, I gotta get that Joe Biden thing. It's actually kind of sad. Hey, man, you, you, you know the guy where he goes. We played that yesterday. Where he goes after the the black reporter, asking if he's on cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Are you junkie? Are you are you high in cocaine? What? <laughs> you know. No, man. Why would I take a test? Hey, I just think he didn't understand the question. No, he understood the question 100%. He, he, because he was offended because essentially they're asking, you know, Joe, or, you know, like, do you have bats in the belfry? Remember that? Remember that saying? Have you ever heard that recently? I have, yeah. Bats in the belfry. You know, people, and, you know, like somebody young, you're like, what? Bats in the belfry? That was a, that was a way of saying, guy sort of cuckoo, got bats in the belfry. And, Craig, and, Craig. Yeah. Right. And yeah, now it's Craig Gray. In the old days, we'd like, we would say, oh, they have bats in the belfry. Now it's like, hey, man, Craig Gray. Uh, <laughs> uh, and anyway, here's here's like what, to short things he, here's, in the 2020s. Here's what I think. The, here's here's what would what I think would turn the economy around. Okay. Every night, debates. Every night, debates. Starting like September 1st. Every single night, Trump and Biden have a televised debate. But. You can't watch it on TV. You have to. It's all pay-per-view. And, and, and you can't get pay-per-view at your house. Like in the old days, you have to go to a movie theater for the pay-per-view. Remember they used to have, they used to have pay-per-views in the movie theater? It's I do. I clo- remember that. Closed circuit at so-and-so. Um, anyway, and just have the debates there. I'm telling you, they would get the movie bit, you know, the theater business back in. And what, what they would do is 
you know, social distancing. You got like the, you know, like the, uh, what is it, the St. Charles 46 and the Chesterfield 92. Um, you know, what they do is so, you know, you'd have every other row and, you know, every sixth seat would be a person who was sitting there, but they would have it on all screens at the same time. So, in other words, they oh, would have. Like a Zoom call. Oh, no, no, no. Screens in the theater. So, in other words, they would be able to use every single oh, okay. Got it. every yeah. single screen in the theater, and they could put quite a few people in there, even socially distanced. And it would be like, it would be something that wouldn't be outlandish. It would be like, you know, like two ninety nine or something like that. Eh, I'll go two ninety nine and do like a great big buildup and not run it like a stupid debate. Run it like the Super Bowl, you know, where there'd be like a pre, you know, a pre-debate show. And tonight, you know, and, and you know, and, and have them like, you know, show them like, you know, working out and showing like Joe Biden doing, going la 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 you know, getting his voice ready and stuff like that. And he then, doesn't do that. And then they walk out on the debate stage, you know, and have like Rocky music. Don't, 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 don't. You know, and then and then they have like like the ring girls, you know, like they have the girls with like round two with the sign, you know, and they would have, you know, round one, you know, Donald Trump answered this question, you know, what does Melania do to you when she's mad at you? You know, and <laughs> don't you think I'm telling you, people, the world would stand still. People would be like and there'd be people lined up outside the theater to wait. to, You know, and they wouldn't be televised. It wouldn't be on any of the cable networks. And they'd come outside and people go, what was it like? Oh, it was amazing. Trump, Trump threw a left and a right. And then Biden, Biden, you know, artfully dodged him. And oh, it was great. Okay, Katniss. <laughs> you don't think... <laughs> <laughs> every night, every night, you know, uh-huh. and they're only going to do. Three. Well, you could ask uh, James over at Storco if you could use his no. his uh, big, huge because he has he has my uh, motor movie nights over at uh, his location at Storco. No, you're missing parking lot. No, you're missing it. This is putting money back in the economy because the movie theaters are all shut down. And they haven't made any money, and I feel sorry for them because who knows if it was ever ever going to happen. I mean, you know, I think was was it AMC already? I bet you we go back to drive drive-ins. No, there's no way because the, no nobody's yeah. going to. The only way drive-ins would come back is if they're in the middle of nowhere. Because come on, can you imagine somebody going to like like the Wentzville City Console? Hi, I'm I'm Joe Smith, and I want to build a drive-in theater in Wentzville. I mean, they'd get shot to pieces. We don't want that in our neighborhood. We don't want a drive-in theater. We don't want that. We don't want a drive-in. Theater. Theater. We don't want that screen in our neighborhood. We don't want, you know, that 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 projector emits cancerous radiation. We don't want that in our neighborhood. Well, they do have that. Not in Wentzville. In O'Fallon, they do. There's no drive-in theater in O'Fallon. I'm telling you, James Reed, that, but that's, Storco. No, whoa, 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 time has out, a time drive-in out. theater. No, he's putting. Like he's twice put, a week. He's putting up a screen in his parking lot. Okay. Do you, he is. Do you remember the true drive-in theaters, the 270 drive-in? I, yes, I do, because okay. I lived over With by... a big um, old monster screen and... The one and, over off 270 and in West Florissant. And specially contoured places where you parked in your car, you know, sat up in the front. I mean, that's a drive-in theater, not these wannabe drive-in theaters where, like, the churches are doing this. Oh, we're going to have veggie tales on our big screen in the parking lot. No, thanks. <laughs> And it's it's helping the community, Brad. 
Just because you won't go Shelley, doesn't mean that that's sh- not a place that well, other people go Shelley, to have children. He's charge. He's not charging any money, and he's not out of business. He's still in business, and I'm not saying anything against James. I'm just saying he's in business. His place is open. The dr- the theaters are closed down. They ain't making no money. They're you know they they got their bills to pay. They got mortgages to pay. They got real estate taxes to pay. They still got to keep the electric and the gas and all that because fun. They have no money coming in. I'm just essentially saying. Let's throw them a bone, you know, you know, get the theaters back online, you know, you know, you know, sell the, that, you know, like the $42, you know, uh, uh, barrel of popcorn or whatever the heck it is, you know, <laughs> see, see, same thing. See, I think what they're making a mistake like with the Cardinals is I think what they should do is they should just open the stadium and say, hey, and they should just like, you know, uh, you know, uh, pretend, you know, you could pretend there's a game going, but that way that you could go down the Cardinals game and you could go down and you could park your car and then it had, you, you know, I mean, just like you like the Cardinals baseball experience, you'd park your car and then somebody would break into it. Uh, you'd go to, uh, you know, buy a hot dog and a hot dog would be $46 and you'd drive two beers, you and your date and two beers would cost you $122 and your feet would get stuck on the floor in the stadium and uh, the women would have to wait outside. That for, does happen. The women would have to wait outside for 20 minutes for the restroom. I mean, we need that Cardinals baseball experience back. That happens all the time. It I, already happens. I know. We need that experience back. We need it back. But they see, there wouldn't be a game. You would just go and pay. So you'd pay like 30 bucks, and then the Cardinals would come on and go, hey, we're the Cardinals. Don't we give you quality entertainment? Aren't you glad that we ripped you off for $30 to sit in the seats and do nothing? Yes, you're a Cardinals fan. You'll pay that $30 if we, if we told you that to be a Cardinals fan, you had to go jump in the Mississippi. There'd be people jumping in right now. Yes, that you're a Cardinals true. fan. Yeah, 647. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She is Brad. Do you know what today is? It's uh, Thursday. Well, but it's a special day. It's a special day to essentially promote and to uh, essentially uh, give information about, guess what? What? Sinistrality. As I'm sorry, what? Sinistrality. S i n i s t r a l i t y. Sinistrality. Sinistrality. Okay, you know what sinistrality is? So does it have to do with astrology? No. Sinistrality. S i n i s t r a l i t y. No, I don't. Formal name for left-handedness. So today is. Na- I am enthralled by left-handed people. <laughs> I don't is, know why. Today's National Left-Handed Day. Is it really? Yes, seriously. I'm, I'm going to have to con- uh, tell uh, my husband, my daughter, your my da- other daughter. Your daughter's left-handed. I'm sorry. Your daughter's left-handed. Very and left-handed. You're, you're, like you're, I'm very right-handed. Your husband's left-handed. She, yes. Really. Yes. Now, does 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 he? So have, is my bonus daughter's. Does he have problems like with scissors and things like that? No, and Tiffany just gets left-handed scissors for her hair business. Really, really. So, mm-hmm. so, and and does it is it something that that they complain about? Like, well, I can't do this because I'm left-handed. No. Interesting. Not at all. They they they've adapted. So that was the way they always were when they were from like the time they were young. And they essentially, they just, they opted for the left hand over the right hand. It was what they were born with. Well, I, but once again, there's some people that. Like my mom, she was left-handed as well, but they held her left hand behind her. So then she started using her right hand. So she ended up being ambidextrous. Really? Yes. Really? I'm not (laughs) left-handed. 
I'm right-handed. It's boring. I'm no-handed. But I really am. I think that left-handed people have a special gift. Well, today's their day. Uh, the seventh, yes, it is. 17th year for for this. They celebrate this. And you know who <laughs> one of the one of the favorite, uh, although he's not a real person, uh, you know who you know who they 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 sort of always put out as one of the icons of left-handedness. Who? Bart Simpson. Because Bart Simpson is left-handed. Because if you watch at the beginning of The Simpsons, where he's always writing something on the blackboard, I will not. He's doing it left-handed. That's interesting. Yeah. So he's he's like the poster child for left-handed people. And you know what? I, Matter of fact, being left-handed was one of the reasons why I married my husband. Really? Mm-hmm. Explain it was, that. There Explain was many that. other reasons, but that was one of them. Explain that. Because I'm enthralled by left-handed people. Everybody in my circle is left-handed. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, there's a few right-handed that I absolutely adore. But for the most part, people in my circle are left-handed. I will always notice a left-handed person because I'm just enthralled with them. I don't know why. Hmm. Well, today's their day <laughs> to tell your husband, tell your daughter, it's National Left-Handers Day today. You know, it's so crazy. If you've seen these calendars. Have you ever tried to use your left hand Oh yeah, when I'll you're right-handed? Oh, well, I broke my arm. I broke my right arm several times. So, yeah, I've, I, I, matter of fact, the last time I broke my right arm, I broke my broken arm, was about, I don't know, nine or ten years ago. And uh, I broke my right arm. And it was tough because I had, I didn't have a, well, here's the thing. I go to the doctor, and I get the x-ray. And he goes, yeah, your arm's broke. And he goes, we're going to set it. I go, no, don't bother. And I left. Why do you do that kind of stuff? <laughs> and I just, I, I, I got one of those soft casts that you could take on and off. Matter yes. Of, matter of fact, I still have it. And I keep it to the point where, oh, if I break my arm again, I got the cast already. And it, it, didn't, it didn't heal right. So I'm still screwed well, up. Well, what did you expect, Brad? Well, I mean, come on. I mean, unless you're like, well, you know, I can tell you. the you break bones and you don't get them set. That's what you do. I can tell you the, the, the horrible story with my daughter when she was young. Oh, my God. I'll never forget that. Oh, my God. She, um, she fell off at school. She fell off the parallel bars. And we get the call. You know, her mom and I get the call. So, um, and I, I can't remember if, if um, the, the ambulance took her to the hospital. I know I, I went to the hospital. I was there. And when I got to the hospital, you know, I got there right as they were, you know, taken to the x-ray room. And the x-ray technician, and my daughter was just, like, going crazy. And the x-ray technician said, would you mind coming into the x-ray room with us and, and you know, holding your daughter and calming her down a little bit? Um, and I said, fine. So they gave me, you know, the lead vest and all that kind of stuff. And, and they had not unwrapped her arm from where the school nurse had and wrapped it and like her arm was like three times the size you know what i mean it was to the point where it's like this and i'm going like why is why is there why is there so much stuff on her arm i didn't quite get it so x-ray technician you know and this is like when they i think when they first started using digital stuff back then nine ten years ago so the tech said to me and they you know and they took her back out and put her in the waiting room and the tech said hey you can stay in and i'll show you the x-ray so x-ray comes up on the screen and i realized why they had her arm wrapped up she had like a 45 degree bend in her arm it was like oh really oh my god that's horrible did they give her something for pain oh yeah 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 she had to have surgery that night and you know, and they had the surgery where they went in and they re, you know, and they essentially straightened out her arm. I mean, it was, it was. I mean, I can still 
in my did mind... Did they have to re-break it? No, well, I don't know what they did. Surgeon had to go in. In my mind's eye, I can still see the eye. You know, when that, when that, when that x-ray came up on the screen, I went, oh my God. You know, because, I mean, like I said, I've broken arms before. I've never had one that bad. She had, you know, like a... And it was both bones, like a con, what, compound fracture, the whole bit. Didn't penetrate the skin, thank God. You know, because sometimes you, you know, have those terrible... You see those, you know, terrible injuries where the skin just gets punctured. And it's like... You know, it wasn't like that, but boy, it was nasty. And uh, and and the, the tech just sort of looked at me and goes like, "Yeah, it's a bad one." And I'm going, "Yeah, no kidding." You know, <laughs> it was just bizarre. So, and you know what? And 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 sometimes I'll remind my daughter. You know, hey, Amanda. Oh, I got to tell you a story. I got to tell you a funny story about a Gabrielle. Um, but anyway, I, I I I I'll tell my daughter. I go, Amanda. Man, I, I felt so bad when you broke your arm. I mean, you know what? And it's really bothered me quite a bit, and I need to talk it out with you. Can can we talk about this? I'm at work, and I let you go. Okay. Well, I, I tried. <laughs> it's 7 o'clock. Westplex 107.1. It's BS in the morning. I am Shelly. She's Brad. 708. You know... There are times when Shelly embarrasses the living daylights out. I mean, one of those times was yesterday after we got off the air. What did I do? What did I do? Well, I'm not going to mention any names, and please don't mention any names because I don't want to embarrass the other people, but we had a Zoom call that Shelly and I were both on for a charity. Won't mention the charity because I don't want to embarrass them. And you know how the Zoom calls, everybody's got their, you know, they're on their, they got their face and they're in their living room or they're in their dining room or they're wherever they're at. And Shelly, instead of having a live camera shot, when her voice comes on and the screen goes to her, it's a picture of her like at the beach in her swimsuit. That is not the picture. That and, was another one. And she's like doing like the look where she's got like the hand like up to her head. And she's like doing the provocative pose with like the left shoulder forward and the right shoulder behind with the hand up. And she's wearing a pink polka dot bikini. And I'm going like, Shelly, I don't think this is the appropriate place to have a picture like that for your Zoom image. And while she's on, I'm texting her, Shelly, take that stupid picture off. And she's texting me back, no, I love it. It's my favorite picture of me. I go, Shelly, these are like sort of really straight-laced people. You shouldn't have that picture on there. And she's texting me back, no, leave me alone. You're a jerk. Well, first of all, I've never really been able to read my audience. <laughs> okay, number one. Number two... I haven't worn a bikini since I was 16 years old when I had the body for it. Well, this was an old picture, so that must have been the picture then. No. Yeah, it was. No, I've, I've, you can definitely tell the difference between me now and what I was when I was 16. Well, I was embarrassed. Same sassy attitude, unfortunately. (laughs) I get that from my father. I was embarrassed. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, So I guess the Speedos, I shouldn't say anything about. Well, I don't, first off, I don't own one, nor, you know, you know what, and I'll be honest with you. And you know, just so you know, Brad, Speedos, like spandex, are a privilege, not a right. So please keep that in mind when you're doing your next Zoom call. Well, Shelly, I'll have you know that I went and bought one of those special Spanx Speedos. 
that you know miracle that, suit yeah whatever it is yes so huh. <laughs> anyway you know i i get the biggest kick out of zoom calls and i don't do a lot of them i'm you know unfortunately i've done my fair share and i did mine yesterday from my truck yes you did and because i was going someplace and i'm going like okay i'm not just going to hang out at the office i'll just go where i'm going and when i get there i'll sit in the parking lot and i'll do this zoom call and i got made fun of by who i got made fun of no you didn't i did no, no, you're, I was, you're I was, using your little hypersensitive no, 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 thing no, no, on your shoulder was, because I, you did not get make fun of. I did. I was on there before you came on. I was on there and they were making... No, you weren't, I was. Actually. I was. I was on there before you came on. Okay. And they were making fun of me. They were making fun of me. Okay. But they didn't have a problem with your Speedo. No. Okay. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. Class is, is, is in right now. Okay. We're going to have candidate pronunciation school. Okay. You ready? Okay. Remember we had this with Pete Boot Edge Edge. If you remember one point in time, yeah. we had the people come out and say, now here's how you pronounce his name. Think of a boot and then put an edge and an edge behind it. So it's Boot Edge Edge. Okay? So okay. here's, the, here's the, the pronunciation class on Miss Harris. It's not Camilla. It's not Kumula. It's not Carmela. The pronunciation is comma, like the, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the mark you use when you're writing, uh, la. So think of comma, you know, like if you say, like, period, comma, comma, la. That's the pro- pr- uh, pronunciation, the punctuation mark and a la after it. You ready? Okay, let me hear you comma say Comma, la. Comma, let me hear it one more time. Common law? No, no, com- not common. Comma. Like the, I know. Like I the, just came like out. Like the pronunciation mark. Comma law. Comma law. Yeah, comma law. Well, actually, I don't know if it's like law. I think it's more like comma law. Like not comma law. That would be like it's comma law. Comma law. Like C-O-M-M-A-L-U-H. What? Comma law. C-O-M-M-A dash L-U. Comma law. Yeah, okay. Now, get this. I saw this and I thought to myself, oh my God, here we go. If elected in November, Harris will become the first nation's Indian American vice president, the first black vice president, the first female vice president, and the first Jamaican American vice president. What? (laughs) What is this? I mean, how can you be all those things? You know, I mean, once again, you and I've talked about this. It's like, why can't we just all be Americans? Why do we have to be hyphenated something or other? Because, you know, like, for example, I'm German. Am I a Germo-American? What are you? What's your heritage? I'm French and Indian. So are you a French Indian American? I mean, I see. This is what this is. I would, I would actually be. Um, well, remember, I, remember I, I read that article from that professor that, that gave the explanation about all, all blacks are not African-Americans. What was it? I remember I had, I can't remember how it was. He said all African-Americans are not black, and all black people are not African-Americans. It was like, what? And he gave the explanation of, and like we talked about that, if you know, if, if you come from South Africa, and there are a lot of white people in South Africa, if you come to the United States and you're a white person, are you an African-American? <laughs> you know, or if you're a white person in any other country in Africa, and you come to this country, are you an African-American? Well, you are. 
because that's not technically a race. A race is Caucasian, you know, Asian, Indian, whatever. I just, to me, it's to the point where it's like, okay, I'm just sort of tired of it. Now, and, and people say, well, and they say when I say, well, you're, that's because you're a white dude. I go, you know what? Can I, can I tell you a funny story? <laughs> I shouldn't tell this story because I'll embarrass the person, and I'm not going to mention a name. It was told to me a couple weeks ago. A, a, a person that I know, I won't even say woman, man, because I don't want to narrow it down. A person that I know was getting hassled at work because they were calling her whitey. Okay? You ready for this? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were calling her a white person. You, don't, you would know you're a white person. And she was getting hassled at work. So, well, now I just said she. Okay, now I cat's out of the bag. Okay, so... She goes to Sherwin-Williams paint store and says, do you mind if I look through your samples? And the guy says, no. So she starts pulling out the little sample cards and she's putting them against her arm to figure out which one is closest to what her skin tone is. And she finds one that matches almost perfectly her skin tone. And she goes up to the guy at the Sherman-Williams store and says, can I have this? And he said, I guess, but I saw you doing, like, what were you doing? And she explains what she was doing. Well, I'm getting hassled at work, that they're calling me whitey, and they say, I don't know things because I'm a white person. I wouldn't understand. So I decided to prove them that I'm not a white person. I'm whatever. I can't remember what it was like. He's like, Caramel ivory or something like that. You know, they name all sorts of goofy, goofy, uh, you know, do. colors like that. So she goes to work and puts this up on her door you know, to the point where when people come in, you know, they they that they know what her 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 shade is. Is that weird or what? I mean, that's actually hilarious. Well, it, but but think about that for a minute. Good for her to come up with well, that. Well, but but think about that. I mean, like like for example. Nowadays, you could say, "Well, I want to find out what color I am in Pantone," because you know Pantone's the the you know the the system they use for like uh, printing and things like that. Or on the web, all the colors are hexadecimal numbers. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. If you go into like a, a like a site, like if you're doing things like on on uh, in GIMP, and if you're doing uh, stuff on the web, uh, when you're doing web work, you can you can copy a color from one web page to the other because you just find out what the hexadecimal code is for the color and then you just copy that so it gives you and it's and it's crazy because some of them are like all you know like a you know uh, you know like a, a hashtag with a bunch of you know numbers after it some of them are a combination of numbers and letters so you can say well i'm not white i'm you know hashtag three five a three six two b y that's my color no. Okay. No. And by the way, tomorrow I will be giving a class on the pronunciation of my name. It's not commonly Brad. It's B Rad. So that's B Rad. B Rad. So okay, I'm, DJ Radiation. I'm no longer. Yeah. See, I'm no longer Brad. I'm B Rad. So don't call B-rad. me Brad. I'll say well, I'm not Brad. I'm B Rad. It's seven nineteen. Westplex one hundred seven point one. It is BS in the morning. Seven twenty two uh, in the city of St. Louis. Starting today, there are bar curfew hours and there are occupancy limits again. So we're going backwards as far as that's concerned. Uh, St. Charles County still to the point where Steve Elman being the reasoned. Uh, even thinking kind of guy he is essentially saying 
wear the mask, don't do crazy stuff. We don't we we don't want to put regulations in effect. Which is so sent- he's trying to do the best for his community. Well, I, you know, once again, that's that's. And St. Louis is a completely different atmosphere than St. Charles. Why would you say that? Why? Yeah. Because they're rioting down there. No, St. Louis has been sort of cool. Have, nothing is going on in St. Louis. No rioting lately. Really? It, yeah. Been lately, as in last twenty-four a hours week or two, or <laughs> wait, lately, as in the last twenty-four hours. By the way, have have you heard? Have you heard? And I'm really upset about this. First off, I had the situation where I don't. Know if, I haven't told you the latest story on this. Where someone they took my picture and they made it their logo for that uh, that uh, brewery in Washington. The old Bridgeview, Washington, old Bridgeview Brewery, where they took my yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And did I tell you the story on that where the guy said, well, that's not your picture. We got that from the Historical Society. And he sends me a picture, which is similar to my picture, but not my picture. You can tell it's not the right picture. And I go, like, hey, look, I didn't come to pick a fight with you. I'm just essentially saying, hey, look, this is my picture. You guys took my picture. It's your logo now. You know, I mean, at least give me a case of beer. And you know what the crazy part of that is? What? They're not even open yet. They don't even have any beer. So anyway, can't do that. Okay. So um, can't do do that thing. So the other aspect of it is that as far as like trademarks and things like that, um, why can't we have um, the city, uh, and you're talking about like the rioting and things like that, why can't we have a new, you know, mantra for the city of St. Louis? What's that? Well, we're always looking. You know, they're always looking for reasons I to. Shed, I shudder to think. Well, no, 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 no. They're always looking for for reasons to travel to various places. If the Cardinals were smart, they would turn Bush Stadium into like a a a mock riot venue, and they would charge people like a hundred bucks. And then what you do is you could you know then you know and you could come and they would put up like you know on the field they would cover the field with tarps so they wouldn't hurt the grass and they would put up like big four by eight sheets of plywood you know like in various places and pretend they were buildings and for hundred dollars a piece you could run out on the field and you could you know uh, you know write you know spray paint stuff on the sides of of you know of plywood but it's actually you're, you're you know you're they're making it look like the plywood makes looks like it's like a building stuff like that and then there would be a bunch of guys dressed up with police and they would fire real tear gas at you and you know and the and the and the you know the ads could be hey come to st louis where we riot every night yes st louis is a riot every night and you can you too can come to the world leading riot center where you can practice Actually, your rioting. That's chicago and, and you can get and by the way did you did you see what chicago did speaking of that which is sort of interesting Chicago has all this security camera video of all the people pillaging and, and looting the uh, the shops on the Magnificent Mile. And not yeah. only do they have the, the security camera video, they also have like social media video they've gotten. They, they're putting up a website where you can go on there and identify people. <laughs> In other words, they're encouraging people to go onto this website and say, okay, see this little clip? Who's 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 subject A, subject B, subject C, and people are going, oh, that's Jim Smith, and that's that's Lido Cruson, and that's 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 Doctor Sam Page. They were up there riding in Chicago, yeah. But you know what's going to happen? That's going to backfire on them because they're going to get people who are going to say, oh, on the left, that's Donald Trump. In the middle, that's you know, that's Nancy Pelosi. On the right, that's 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 uh, that's uh, um, Seinfeld. Or they're going to out their enemies. Oh, I know who that is. 
But don't you think it's funny they're putting up a, a, a website with the video on it? So they're really going to do that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Matter of fact, matter of fact I, I heard about it yesterday. Let me see if I can find the story again. I'm going like, okay, that's interesting. Here, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Um, I read it last night. And da, 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 da. yeah, Chicago PD launches looting video site. <laughs> Uh, and and here it is. It says it says Chicago boutique looted three uh, twice in three months amid pandemic unrest. Chicago police want Windy City residents to rat out the looters who trashed their city. The department on Wednesday launched a looting and civil unrest videos website with surveillance camera footage from Sunday's mayhem in the city. And the cops are asking the community to snitch on the offenders. And the chief of police says, this was an attack on our city. We really need everyone's help to identify this, these offenders so we can arrest and charge them. Camera footage is only valuable when our officers and detectives can identify the individuals caught on camera committing the crime. We need everyone's help to do this. The site went live with a handful of videos, but includes a link for business owners and residents to submit additional footage or tip off cops, which uh, Daninen, that's his name, said is expected to be a substantial amount of video in this to the site. Uh, one shows about two dozen people breaking, breaking into a Nordstrom rack store as cops show up and try to hold off the tide of looters. Another shows a man wearing a mask casually picking out merchandise inside a sunglass hut as if he were shopping. He said, and the chief says, look at these videos. Someone surely knows the offenders that are causing the destruction. So please help us bring these criminals to justice. We need help to get them off the street and before a judge. These are obviously dangerous people. So let me see, where's the website? Let me see if I can find it here real quick. Um... Oh, it, no, it, it, you know what it is? It takes you to a YouTube. It takes you to a YouTube channel. Uh, civil unrest uh, for a 10 20 Looting and civil unrest videos. Oh, my God, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Look at this. And what they're what's doing the, is... What's the website? Well, it, but it's not a website. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a YouTube channel. And what they're doing is you see the video, and what they're doing is they're, they're highlighting. They're, like, got the, the white, light white circles around people who are, like, breaking windows. Like, identify this person. <laughs> so what's the, what's the YouTube video called? Uh, looting and civil unrest video. Chicago police. And it's one of four. There's four. Let me see. Let me take a look at the other ones. Um, and here, this is one where they're, like, there's a bunch of people just walking around. But there's some one. I, I, this is some fan. Oh, it's, this is Nordstrom Rack. They just zoomed out. This is the Nordstrom Rack store. And, okay, now they have another. They stopped it. They freeze-framed it. And they have, like, two or three people. And there they show the one guy. It looks like he's hitting the, 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 the window with a baseball bat. Oh, they just broke through the window. There they go. Now here's another location. Um, I can't remember. I can't make out what this is. And, oh, my God, this one, they, all the people are coming out with shopping bags. Oh, my God, this is unbelievable yeah but that way they can feed their kids and clothe them oh god don't even go there with me i read that story and i thought to myself did you hear did you read that yes i thought to myself i thought to myself okay so so once again if i go steal my next door neighbor's car and 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 they arrest me and go hey man you know the radio business has been tough shelly and i can't sell too many ads because a lot of people aren't buying advertising and you know what i gotta feed my kids so i had to steal that car and the police go oh well well uh, we get that you had to feed your kids yeah no problem no problem uh what'd you do with the car well i sold it to a chop shop and you know now it's all chopped up in pieces and i think the fender's on you know on another car and the hood's on another car and you know and you know, oh well sir no problem sorry to bother you you know we understand 100 percent. you know have a nice day sir is that the way it would go 
Pretty much, yes. <laughs> no, the way it would go is I'd hear the sound of, sound of click, 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 click as they put the cuffs on me. That's the way it would uh-huh. go. <laughs> it wouldn't be. After you look down and there's little red dots on your in the middle of your chest. What from the from the the the, the laser sights? Yes. No, they wouldn't do that to me. Seven thirty. You never know. Westplex one hundred seven point one. Yeah, I played that song because of what we talked about yesterday. Remember the uh, the course I told that uh, some some woman should come up with a course on how to make money. You know, like doing whatever. And instead of entitling it like how you can work from home and make money, the course would be titled "I don't need no stinking man." Hello? I'm processing that. <laughs> you know, there's a thing in radio called dead air, and it's <laughs> I know it's not necessarily a good thing when things go silent. You know, matter of fact <laughs> and and Shelly, you know, it's like it's like it's like it would be sort of like if we were on TV and all of a sudden, you know, uh, you know, like you were on camera and then you say, oh, let me turn the camera off for a minute so I can think. It doesn't work that way. You got to keep going, okay? Okay, I found the website. I, we're talking about this, but this, this, this is unbelievable. The Chicago Police Department put these videos up, and they're trying to have you identify them. Most of these are security camera videos. There's one of them. And what they've done is, I have to tell you, I give them credit for this. Although if it were in St. Louis, they'd arrest these people, and Kim Gardner wouldn't charge them. But that's a whole other story. Uh, anyway, they have, they have the various videos on here. And this is one it's bizarre and what's interesting is they freeze frame the video and they give these guys numbers like there's a there's an arrow that comes on the screen and it says this video it has LTF 0003 LTF 0004 and LTF 0005 I guess LTF stands for looting footage or something like that okay so like I said most of them are security cameras this is three dudes who posted this video on their social media site of them breaking into an ATM and it's off a social media site and the guy is doing a selfie video and doing a play-by-play as to how they're trying to hammer their way with literally a hammer into an ATM and okay all three of them are Which one in is that called uh, this one with well, the video if you go to, if you look in my if you look on my Facebook page and, if, and oh, okay. if you look at the in the Chicago Police Department and it says uh, view videos on YouTube, contact Area 3 detectives, blah, 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 blah. They have, and at least on my phone, it's the way it looks. I'm going to see if it's sideways. Um, okay, if you look at the video, if you look at this website, there's a large YouTube video that takes up the entire frame. And then underneath it, there's three smaller thumbnails. And one on the left says civil unrest and looting from... Um, 001 first and, and 18th district and then in the middle it says deleted video and then on the right it has and it's got a selfie of this guy I mean it's like clear as day he's holding the video camera up to his face criminal damage to property 800 block of North State Street this is where they're in it looks like they're in some kind of like an alcove or some like a little business entryway you know like you come in there's double set of doors 
and they're just beating the snot out of this ATM machine with a hammer trying to get into it. And the video goes on for like six minutes. And they trade off holding the, the phone, you know, like the one guy's smashing it with a hammer and somebody else is holding the phone. And, you know, he's show, you know, showing the video, this guy whacking this ATM machine. And then they switch, you know, they switch. Another guy goes at it with a hammer. And the one guy's doing a narration of They cut the audio. You can't hear the audio because they took the audio off of it when the guy's talking. But he's looking at the camera and he's doing like... Hey man, you can sort of read what he's, you know, like his lips to a certain extent. It, saw, it looks like, you know, like they, you know, like he's going, we're we breaking into an ATM or something like that. It's bizarre. And I'm going like, okay, how long is it going to be before all three of those guys have names? I mean, like, I bet you that video goes viral. Oh my God, it's bizarre. And you know, I'm like, who would do that? That would be like, hey Shelly, moron. Hey Shelly, let's go rob a bank, and you and I will shoot, will shoot. Make sure you get some selfies, <laughs> right? Of you with the gun holding up to the teller, and uh, you know, like, hey, hi here, yeah, this is me. That's my gun, and I'm pointing at this teller. And then you know, and then there's a picture of like, yeah, this is Brad taking a picture of me walking out with the bag with money in it. You know, and you know, and yes, here we are putting the guns in our trunk of our car, and we're driving away from downtown Clayton where we just robbed a bank and then we posted on social media. I mean, now hold it now. I made a mistake. If we did that in the city of St. Louis, we wouldn't have to worry. Why? Well, Kim Gardner would never charge us. Well, didn't they like arrest like a hundred of those people that were doing that to Chicago and then let them go? No, that was in St. Louis where they arrested all the people, and then she never pressed oh, charges. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, she never pressed charges. Show so, me. So mm-hmm. just just like I said all the time, here's 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 what should happen. You know, there's this. She's got this vendetta against I don't know what like thirty police officers who she won't accept their their um, their uh, um, you know their their cases. She said that they're bad cops, and any charges they try to file, she, you know, remember that story? It's been, what, a year ago, two years ago, something like that, where she came out with the list, and supposedly nobody knows what the list is, but people have the list. I'm thinking to myself, publish that list and find out where those cops work. You know what I mean? Find out what, mm-hmm. what area they patrol, and then go rob a bank, steal a car, you know, and then go, like, well, hey. Don't have to worry. I got arrested by Officer So and So, and he's on the list, and she won't accept any charges for him. So I'm on Easy Street, you know. God. And unfortunately, they probably do think like that. A life of crime. Think about that. God, you got to listen to this American Skyjacker. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's 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 really it's really well done. And, and you know, I mean, and you hear you hear these guys who are like in jail and they're talking about, well, once if I ever got out, I'd I'd go back to robbing banks. I'm going like, "What? <laughs> you, know, you haven't learned your lesson? You're in jail for life." You know, and you're you know, well, yeah. Matter of fact, it's funny because because we're talking about this. We talked about it earlier. American Skyjacker, it's this podcast I've been sort of transfixed on. And he talks about if they would have been successful, and Alan Barklage with the hijacked helicopter, if they would have been successful, they talked about, they, were, they knew what airport they were going to. They were going across the river. You know, they were in Marion, Illinois. They were going to fly into the airport at Scott City. They were going to, they were going to drive up to Cape Girardeau and rob a bank, you know, steal a car from the airport, go up to Cape Girardeau, rob a bank, come back to Scott City, get an, steal an airplane, and go to 
where were they going to go? They were going to they were going to fly. They were going to fly, I think, to Mexico, and then they were going to fly from Mexico to Australia because Australia doesn't have an extradition agreement with the United States. So once they made it to Australia, they would be free and clear. I mean, is that bizarre or what? I mean, you know, like the chances of that happening are like, you know, like you'd be, you know, I'd stand a better chance of calling up. Uh, let me think. Who's who's like one of the big sex symbols right now? Male or female? Well, female. Cherise Theron? No, she's sort of old news. I mean, some of the new one, the new crop. What? She's, I don't know the new people. Oh, the new crop. Okay, let's say it'd be like me, Kylie Kardashian. Isn't there? Isn't that her name? Kylie? Kylie one of the Kardashians? I Kylie. don't know. Okay. Isn't she like 12? Or it would, I don't know. I mean, well, yeah, she's a billionaire. She's the one with the makeup empire. Anyway, it would be like me calling her up and say, first off, it would be like a, a, a zillion to one to me get her phone number. And then it would be 20, 22 zillion to one. Hi, Kylie. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, it's B-Rad. Yeah, me, B-Rad. Yeah, I got a radio show here in St. Louis. Yeah, BS in the morning. Yeah. Everybody listens to it. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what are you doing tonight? Hey, can I take you out to In-N-Out? Yeah, I'll fly to L.A. and, uh, you know, I'll rent a car. And uh, you don't mind if I get an economy car, do you? Okay, fine. Uh, I'll pick you up at your place, and we'll hit one of the In-N-Out burgers. And, man, I want the double-double. Are you ready for that? I'll, and, and I'm buying, by the way. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, you know, don't bring any money because I'm buying. And, you know, and then um, 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 we'll go to the Santa Monica airport, and we'll watch planes take off and land, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and then I'll take you back home. I'd have a better chance of that happening than me breaking out of a prison. You know what I'm saying? Boy, you know how to show a girl a good time. <laughs> I'm telling you, in and out. It's the way to go if you're in SoCal or, or Las Vegas. I mean, you know, you've, you've never had in and out before, have you? I have. Have you really? Where? When when Lisa when my Elbeth and I went to Las Vegas. Oh, that's right. You did tell me about going to In and Out. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. matter of yeah. fact, you went to the one I told you to go to, too, didn't you? Didn't I tell you the one that's yes, right off I the strip? Did. Yes, I did. Right. It's like on the other side of I fifteen. It's right off the strip. It's right. It's like it's sort of right behind. It's I think it's sort of like right behind Bellagio, wasn't that where it was? It's like on on Sahara or something like that. I have to look at my map. That's the one. I don't remember. I took the tram everywhere, either that or I Ubered. Oh, well, that's that's the one. I, didn't, I couldn't walk the strip. That's the one. Me and Lisa was too sick. The last time I went there on for my my uh, my uh, convention, I I did the Google, I did the you know the the Google Google directions, and it took me not once, not twice, three times the wrong way, and one time it took me through the campus of UNLV. And it showed me the road I was supposed to take, and it was a pedestrian walkway. I'm going like, okay, Google's got their problems in Las Vegas. They must have an in and out in the in the campus. No, 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 no. It 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 showed me where where the in and out was. The in and out was was on the other side of the campus, but it it rooted me through a parking lot in UNLV, and then it it showed now you continue straight. Well, the only problem was it was a pedestrian walkway that had those big old steel holes in it where you couldn't drive a car on it. You know what I mean? Go like, okay, right. I'm going to drive my car. You know, and first off, I can't get on the pedestrian walkway because it's blocked by these steel poles, so you can't drive a vehicle on it. And I'm going to drive across campus in the middle of the UNLV campus and come out of the other end and go two blocks to to in and out. Yep, that doesn't quite work. So anyway, that was my that was my LA trip to to in and out. Seven forty seven Westplex one hundred seven point one. It's BS in the morning. I am Shelly. She's B-Rad. It's 7.54. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if, so who are you? S. Helly? 
No, I'm B-Rad. I'm not, you know, Brad's my old name, you know, but I'm B-Rad. I'm B-Rad. DJ, DJ Radiation. B-Rad. DJ, DJ Radiation. DJ Radiation. I can't believe nobody bought that domain site before me. DJ Radiation. Yeah, DJ Radiation. Did you buy it? Yeah, of course I bought it. Of course you did. <laughs> I'm DJ Radiation. <laughs> I, I did have, you know, the world, the, the main name I used to have had my, my profile on it was uh, worldsworstdj.com, and I let that go. Why'd you let it go? Because I heard another guy in St. Louis, and I thought, no, he's the world's DJ. I'm the second world's worst DJ. So, <laughs> so what did you buy to him? A gift? Yeah, I said, I said, here, you deserve this more than I do. You suck. <laughs> you know, you suck more than I suck. So yeah, I'm no longer the world's worst. I'm the second world's. It's sort of like being the vice president. You know what I mean? You're like number two. You know, you realize that you know you're never going to probably go anywhere. Although with the case of you know, I, I bet you any money, and I'm going to say something. I'm going to get myself in trouble for this, which is not a usual for me uh-huh. i bet you there's a there's a line in las vegas because you know they bet on everything in las vegas i bet you there's a line on las vegas that is essentially already saying now it hasn't happened where biden and kamala as you know as as harris biden and harris uh, joe and kamala remember we had our, our learning discussion earlier this hour that it's comma with a law at the end not a a, a law but a law kamala um there's already a line on how long it is till Joe's gone and she's the president. Yes, I know. And it's tragic that they're making him see this thing through yeah. and, and only to have him embarrassed and, and you know, the, more. And, see, and once again, Trump is, is screwing up on this. The, the, the Democrats are pulling this crap where they're going like, well, Donald Trump is, if he loses the election, we'll have to remove him from the White House by force because he's not going to leave. You know, and, you know, and once again, it's like he never said that. You know what I mean? It's uh-uh. the point where it's like he never. I've just, never heard him say that. They're just, or even, they're just even. They're just throwing out crap. You know what I mean? That's all it is, and that's yeah. not that's not K crap. Yeah. That's C crap. Okay, they're just, and that's K yeah. crap is good. C crap is bad. Okay, so they're just throwing out crap. You know, to make them look like well, Donald. I heard on the news the other day that if Donald Trump loses, no, nah, that's the Democrats saying that. Okay, so here's what Trump should do. Trump should say, if if I win the election and Joe Biden loses, he will go after me for the Russians for the next four years, just like Hillary did. <laughs> you know? That's hilarious. <laughs> because that's exactly what she did. You know, she's behind all the, you know, wow, the Russians. And he did this and he's did that, you know. I still say, I still, see, see, I could fix all the problems with our country, okay? And one of the things that always drives me crazy is, but, you know, once again, I'm like, hey, you know what, that whatever floats your boat. I'm always the guy in line at the quickie mart. And, you know, I'm like the second guy in line. And the guy and gal in front of me is got 42 million lotto tickets to run through the machine. And, you know, and then has to decide how many quick picks they want. And then they have to decide how many scratchers they want. And then they have to take a look at what color the scratchers are. I don't like that color. No, give me the red ones. Um, You know, I'm going, am I going to get out of here today or not? Okay. So no, no, you aren't. <laughs> here's here's what I would do if I world the country. Okay, it would be the lotto game to be president, and once every four years, you would go to you could buy tickets, and the winning lottery ticket, you're the president, the president of the United States for four years. Okay, think how many trillion dollars would be spent on that lotto. 
We already have games that are bumping up against a billion dollars as far as, you know, some of the, you know, Powerballs and things like that. They're like, you know, I mean, when they say the jackpot is like six, seven hundred million, that means that there's probably more than that because that, you know, they keep X amount of money for it. They don't give it all back. So, you know, like for every dollar they take in, I think they only give out like 60 or 70 cents. So if they're saying it's 600,000, 600 million, that means there's a billion dollars that people spent on that lottery game. Okay, so president of the United States. And, you know, and, and when you get drawn, when your number gets drawn, is that you're the president. Now, if there's a tie, then what you do is you have like, you have like and, and this would be the thing, like would be like America's next president. And you'd have like a game show. It'd be sort of like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, where you'd have like, let's say there were 10 people that tied for that. And they were going to split the, you know, the, the you know, they, 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 there would be no money because the government would keep all the money. Uh, but then essentially they would be on a show and they would have, it would almost be like Survivor, where the other people would like vote them out of the presidency. So like 10 people would win. And then like, you know, and then they would have like games. And then one person would end up being El Presidente. What do you think? Would you be one of them? No, I wouldn't. I, I don't play the lottery. You know, I don't play the lottery. And you know what? I'm not saying I'm not saying anything about. But against, you could be the president. You know, once again, the chances of that happening are me getting a date with. Um, uh, you know what? The chances of that of me being on the Ellen Show and her being nice to me. That's how 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 unbelievable she is nice to people i just think that she's not very nice behind the scenes <laughs> that's one of those things it's like i told you the guy I, I won't mention his name but a guy who i idolized in st louis broadcast for years and i thought i said man i want to be just like this guy when i was a kid i used to listen which used to watch him on tv i'll give you a hint as to who he might be and then with my traffic network one day i met him and he ripped me a new orifice he Why? Went, oh, he was mean, nasty, terrible to me. I mean, I, this thing, you know, I mean, you know, I go to the station. Oh, you know, hey, uh, mm, wants to talk to you for a minute. They go, oh, wow, this is the guy I've always idolized. I go into his studio. He's there. Oh, yeah. And he just rips me apart. Rips me apart. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> and what's funny is you're scarred for life, well, aren't no, you? But he was—he's one of these guys. Hi, he's on the air. Like, hi, I'm your friend. I'm your buddy. Yeah, it's me. I got that big, beautiful, warm voice, and I'm the kind of guy that, you know, when you meet me, you're just gonna love me because I'm just a really friendly kind of guy, and I'm—I'm I'm just like that. And then I met him. He's excuse me, sir. Sorry. Did he know who you were? Oh, yeah. No, exactly who I was. That's why he went after me. <laughs> and it was like, you know, it's to the point where it's like, it's like, okay, here's my idol, you know? I mean, it's like, it's Aww, it's sort of like... Your childhood it's, dreams it's, are crushed. It's sort of like, I read... And you were the lucky one. I read this Facebook post of this woman who was on the Corky show, Corky's Colorama. And and she, it was the same thing. She was a kid. Oh my God! My class, my 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 grade school class, got to go down to Channel Five when I was you know nine years old, and and we got to we got to be on the set, and and we sat there for a while, and they said, Oh, Corky will be here in a minute, and before they go on the air, he comes out. You know, I don't know if this is true or not. This is what she claims, and he yelled at them because they were making noise. Hey, you have to, kids have to shut up. You know, and it's Cliff St. James, and he's, you know, Corky the Clown. He's yelling at the kids, and then he does the show, and between commercials, he's being real snarky with the kids, and then when the show's over, he just walks away and leaves. 
You know, he doesn't, you know, you know, hey, hi, you know, he didn't shake any hands or anything like that. And she said her world was crushed. <laughs> yes. You need uh, to do that um, a bad, little... A bad day on Corky. Yeah. Well, just like Shelly, you know, Shelly set me up with this guy that wanted to get in the radio business. And, you know, and, and he, you know, called her up and said, Shelly, I, I really want to meet Brad. I know you're on the, you're on the, you're in the air with B-Rad in the morning. I, 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 I want you, I want you to, I want you to introduce me. And Shelly go, I don't know. And go, oh, oh, he's my idol. I want to be just like him. And then, you know, you got us together and I punched him. I purged. Yeah, I punched him. Don't you remember that? No, I just remember, you know, <laughs> excuse me while I purge. That's what I remember. Okay, guess what? We're done. Oh, we are. Yeah. It's Thursday, everybody. Have a great day. Only one more day left in the week. It's going to be amazing. And it's, What's the weather going to be like? Uh, it's going to be cold with snow this afternoon. Okay. Yeah, that would be the BS that we talk about <laughs> on BS in the morning. Yeah, be Brad. Everybody and, have a great day, Brad. It's been a oh no 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 no. It's not Brad. Have a great day. It's B Brad. Come on, you're you know. Do I have to school you on this? It's not Brad. It's B Brad. Okay, B Brad. Eight oh three.